This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Bruchim and welcome everyone. We continue in Daf Shavua. We're learning Daf Mem Gimel Amud Beis. The Gemara was discussing a question: Why is it that if the father dies and the daughter is supported from the estate of the father, basically from the brother's Yerusha? They do not get his her ma'asiyadayim midrabanan midayraisa. The Gemara had a shaila. What would the halacha be? The Gemara, the Gemara's question was posed from uh, six lines from the top. Boy minei rav avinamer of sheishes bas hanizoynes menachin ma'asiyadayim lemi, and rav sheishes said wanted to bring a proof to ma'asiyadayim. Go to the uh, brothers, and Ravavina said no, and Rav is going to say no. But Midairaisa, the brothers definitely do not get it. If you look in the second Toysvis, Toysvis says Midairaisa pshitale dahavala atzma, and that's a drasha of Mehisnachaltem oisam levnechamachrechem. You only are Yoresh avadim kananim to your children, but not your daughter. The Shaila is Midrabanon. Do we say that since they have to support her, they get her masiyadayim, or not? And Rav Shesha says they do. Rav says they don't. We're going to see the halachas, they don't get it. Now the Gemara wants to know, uh, let's start from 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 8 lines from the bottom. Amarav Kahana, Mem Gimel Amarav Kahana, my taima. What's the reason why biblically you do not bequeath your daughters to your sons? The Pasuk says, You will bequeath them to your sons after you. It's Togman Eved Kenani. Your Avodim Kenanim to your sons. But not your daughters to your sons. This teaches that you are not Yorish, the Zuchus in your daughter to your sons. So, Maskifla Rabba, Rabba asked, Maybe the Pasuk that you don't yarshin over your daughters is talking about the Knasos. For example, if she's seduced, or she's raped, or if she's injured. We actually learned that there's an opinion that... Um, Rav Chanina said we're talking about Knossos and Chavalos. So the Gemara interjects. The Gemara says, Chavalos? You're saying the Pasuk is talking about Chavalos? Chavalos is not Knas. Chavalos is Hezek. Chavalos is Sarah de Gufadinu. Chavalos is a pena in her guf. And actually, the father is not Zoycha in her Tsar. Like we learned in HaChoyvel, that if a woman suffers tsar, if the daughter suffers, if, if a girl suffers tsar, the payment goes to her, it goes, gets put in an escrow account. It doesn't even go to the father. So what do you mean that maybe it's talking about chavalais? So the Gemara says, no, we're talking about Amr of Yosef HaChanina, Shapatza Bifana. We're talking about where she was injured on her face, so it's not just tsar, 
she goes down in uh, value, she depreciates in value, and that goes to the father. So the bottom line is that from this Pasuk, we learn out that a person is not Yoresh, the right he has in his daughter to his sons. Now we have another version. Amar Rav Zera, Amar Rav Nasna, Amar Rav. Rav Zera? What about the Kasha Rabba? What about the Kasha Rabba? Meaning what? Maybe the Pasuk is talking about Pitoi Habas. Maybe the Pasuk is talking about Kanas only, right? Yeah. Why? The Gemara does not bother to answer this question. Apparently the Gemara feels that... The Pasuk is saying, you, you will not inherit to your daughter, Tzmashma, nothing. Meaning, Tzmashma across the board. Meaning, not only will you not inherit, um, what do you want to say that? Maybe it's talking only about Knossos? Right, I mean, Rabba, Rabba. Yeah, apparently the Gemara with what's uh, Chavvah like, but the Gemara doesn't answer about the, the Moscow. Yeah, the Gemara doesn't doesn't address this question. Apparently the Gemara is not nispal from the question. Maybe the Gemara feels that the Pasuk is mashma, nothing goes to the nothing goes to the sons. Meaning, it's not, the Gemara feels, don't say it's only talking about uh, Kanasais. The Pasuk is mashma, nothing at all goes to the sons. Okay. The Gemara continues. Um, so, Amar of Zera, Amar of Masna, Amar Rav. Amrila, Amar, Rebbe Zera, Amar of Masna, Amar Rav. What's the difference between Rav and Rebbe? The question is, where did he say it? Did he say it in Babel before he got smicha? Or did he say it in Eretz Yisrael after he came to learn from Rabbi Yochanan? So was it said by Rav Zera or Rabbi Zera? Bas hanizoynis min ha'achin, a daughter that is supported by the brothers, Masyadel Atzma. The Hermasyadayim go to her. Tachsiv hisnachaltem oisam levnechem achrechem. And you will bequeath it to your sons after you. Oisam levnechem v'leibin oisechem levnechem. Your avadim kananim to your sons and not your daughters to your sons. Maget shein adam marish chosbita levnai. Okay. This is what Rav says. Amar lei avimi bar papi. Avimi bar papi said, Shekoid amra. The, the shakod, the diligent one said it. Says Gemar, Shekoid manu. Who's the diligent one? Says Gemar, Shmuel. Shmuel is the diligent one. I, Harav Amra, but Rav said it. What do you mean Shmuel said it? Rav is the one who said it. So Ema, but rather Avimi Bar Papa was saying Av Shakad Amra. Shmuel also said it. Amar Mar, Bar Avimar Ravashi. Mar Bar Avimar said to Ravashi Hachi Amri. Neherdai. This is what Neherdai said. Hilchasa kvasei de Rav Sheshes. The halacha is like Rav Sheshes, that the masay yadayim go to the brothers. Ravashi, Amar Ravashi says no. Hilchasa kvasei de Rav. 
The halacha is like Rav. And what is the halacha? Lamaisa, the Hilchosa Kavase the Rav. Halacha Lamaisa, the halacha is like Rav, that the Maisiadayim go to her. Okay. New Mishnah. Hamaare says Bitai. One who is Ma'aris his wife. Meaning, uh, one who is Ma'aris his daughter. He gives over his daughter in Arison. So the daughter is technically still in the Rishos of the father. The Gersha, then she gets divorced. Ersa, she has Arison again. Venus Armala. And she is widowed. The guy dies. Ksubasa Shalai. The Ksuba of both husbands belongs to the father. Because she never left the father's rishos, he see if she did nesuin vegersha, and she was divorced. He see she did nesuin again vinis armala, and she was widowed. Ksubasa shala the ksuba goes to her because once she did erisin, the rishos of the father is paka, and you go by the time that it's collect collected, and the ksuba is collected after she already had nesuin. We don't go by when the Ksuba was written because uh, the the first Ksuba was written when she was still in the Rishos of the father. So that's the that's the logic of the Tanakama. Logic of the Tanakama is that you go by the collection and the time of collection she is not in the father's Rishos. Rabbi Huda Aimer Harishaina Shalav The first Ksuba belongs to the father. We'll see because the first Ksuba Now, you see from the beginning of the Mishnah that the Chi of Ksuba comes from Erisin because an Arusa gets a Ksuba. So, Rabbi Yehuda is saying, the first Ksuba goes to the father. The second Ksuba goes to her. Amrulai the Chachamim said, Im Mishahesiyah ein la what do you mean the first ksuba goes to the father? Once she did nesuin, the father has no control over her. Okay. Says the Gemara, Taima, Dihisiya, Figersha, Hisiya, Venus Armala. The reason is because she did nesuin and then she was divorced. She did nesuin. And then she was married, so the ksuba goes to her. What would the halacha be if she was nisarmala two times? Aval nisarmala trezimni, but if she was nisarmala two times, suloi chazilan subay. She would not be fit to get married. Why? Because apparently, if both husbands would have died, then she has a chazaka that she's a. Uh, a katlanis, that she kills her husbands. So the Tana went out of his way not to pick a case where this woman became a katlanis. In other words, why do we have to pick a case where first she was Naskarsha and then she was Nisarmala? Why don't we pick a case that she was Nisarmala twice? The answer is because if she's Nisarmala twice, she killed, she knocked off two husbands, then she's a katlanis. Why would, the Tana doesn't want to talk about such a morose possibility. Now, why do we have to... Imad- so why not being an Iskarsha twice? So why not Niskarsha twice? Good question. 
V'agav Orchei, good question. Now, from here we see that a woman becomes, becomes a katlanos after two times. V'agav Orchei, kasasim lantana karevi. Agav Orchei, the tana is being so same like Rebbe. The Amar betrays him, they have a chazaka. That two times creates a chazaka. Maybe you could say that once we're not picking a case of Nisarmala twice, Agav that perhaps we won't pick a case of Nisgarsha twice. I'm not sure. Maybe. Okay. Now, Rabbi Huda says the first one, the first Ksuba goes to the father. My time with Rabbi Huda. What's the reason of Rabbi Huda? Rabba v'Rabbi Yosef, the Amri Tarvayu. Right after this morning's Ion share, you can never look at Rabba and Rabbi Yosef the same again. Rabba and Rabbi Yosef, they both said, Hoyl umishas erusin zacha b'hen ha'av. That the father was already zoyche in the ksuba from the time of erusin. So therefore, the first ksuba, even though ultimately she does nesuin and she leaves the father's rishus, nevertheless, the father was already zoyche in it from the time of Erisin. Rashi says, the time of Erisin of the first husband, he became chayv in the ksuba, and the father is zoyche in it. But by the Erisin sheni, he's not zoyche in it, because once she did nesuin to the first guy, so the father's, uh, the father's zuchus leaves, dissipates. So the Gemara asks, Masiv Rava, Rabbi Huda Aymer, Rabbi Huda says, Harishayna Shalav. The first Ksuba goes to the father. Umayda Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda's Maida, Bema'aris Esbitai, Kishahi Ketana. If let's say you Ma'aris your daughter when she's a Ketana, Ubagra, and then she became a Bagaras, before the Nesuin, Ba'achar Kachnesis, Shein Lavirashusba. The father has no rights in the ksuba. If she became a baygeris before Nesuin, the father had no rights in the ksuba. Am I? Why not? Hachanami lema. Why don't we say Hayolamishas erasin zachabahav? From the time of erasin, the father was zoichen her. You get the question? If we're saying that the reason why the father gets the ksuba is because the chi of ksuba comes at the time of Erisin and at that time she's in the father's domain, then why is the halacha that if a father did, was Ma'aris' daughter and then she became a baygeres and then she's niseis, the father doesn't have rashus, why don't we say it was, uh, he was zoichenet mishas Erisin? So there must be a different reason. It can't be that the father gets the ksuba because he's zoichenet from the time of Erisin. It can't be why if, if in a case of um, he see a, again, the Mishnah says someone who's ma'aris bitoi v'gersha irsavanis armala the ksuba belongs to the father. But he see a v'gersha he see a v'nis armala ksuba so shalah 
Rabbi Huda says the first one goes to the father. It can't be the reason is because he was already zoichenet from the time of Erison, because then even if she was became a boigeres, the father should get it. So rather the Gemara says. Rather, if a reason was learned for Rabbi Yehuda Shita, it was learned as follows. Not because he was Zoichinet from the time of Erison, but rather, because it was written in his Rishas. What does that mean? The first Ksuva was written before the Nesuin. So it's not that the father was Zoichenet from the time of Erison, it's that the Ksuba was written before the Nesuin. And therefore, if it was written before the Nesuin, the father is Zoicha in it from the time that it was written. But if she became a Bagaras before the Nesuin, then it was not written in his Rishus because she already left his Rishus when she became a Bagaras. So it's not that the father is Zoichenet from the time of Erison, it's that it was written before the Nesuin. But if she became a Bagaris, the father doesn't have rights. So now the Gemara has the following Shaila. When will the woman collect? Rashi explains. So we see that it doesn't go by the Erison, even according to Rabbi Huda. Even according to Rabbi Huda, it's not being collected at the time of the Erison, it's going. Right? It says Rabbi Huda is Moideh So that means it goes by when it was written regarding collecting from the. Ah. So that means the Ksuba, it goes by when it was written. So now the question is, the woman had Erison. Typically the Ksuba is written before the Nesuin. If the woman's going to collect the Ksuba from his land, right? Because the Ksuba is a Milva Bishtar. So that means if... if uh, he divorces her or he dies, she could collect from his property. From when could she collect from the property? She collects from when it was written? Or do we say she collects when the Chiyuv began? Because the Chiyuv was from the time of Erison. That's the Chiyuv of the Ksuba. But the Ksuba was written at the time of the Nesuin. So the Tanakama holds... If your Ma'aris is bitai and Gersha, Irasavanist Armala, it belongs to him. But if she did Nisuin and then she got divorced, it belongs to her. Because even though it was written before, but according to the Tanakama, once she leaves his Rishos, then the halacha is that. Uh, she collects it. Rabbi Huda says, no, it goes by the time that the Ksuba is written. But now the question is, what about in terms of collecting from the Lekuchais? Does it go by when it was written in the Shtar? Or usually we say that a Ksuba 
there is a Hizchaivis before, and it's a Milva Alpeh, but it's a Milva Alpeh that is an obligation through the court, so then maybe the, you're able to collect from the Kuchais even before. The Stam, the case in the Mishnah of Ma'aris, it's a Gisha, the Ksuba Sashaloi, when is that Ksuba written, Lachairam? The case of Ma'aris as Bitai. Right, if we're saying that the Ksuba is written right before Nisuin. And there was no Nisuin? There was no Nisuin, right? That's the first case of the, of the Mishnah, right? We're talking about that she only had Irisin. Mm-hmm. So e- either the case must be that, that she divorced Mamish. They just wrote the, the. They wrote the Ksuba and then they got divorced, and, they, and they we they say. Divorced, right? you have to say the case. If not, then, then the Mishnah should be a Raya, Lachaira that you start collecting from when, when the Chiv starts. Unless the case is Mamish Takma, that you wrote the Ksuba right before the Nisuin, and then divorced before Nisuin. I mean, you're saying in the Reisha, they ha- they, in the case of the Reisha, the guy was Ma'aris' daughter, and she got divorced. When was the Ksuba written? L'chaira before the divorce, right? After the Erisin, before the divorce. And then never came to Nisuin. What does that prove? Right, but I'm saying so. But it has to be a case that it's manish that the divorce was twice. The divorce had to have been right before the nisuin. Right. I mean, right. Clearly, there was no nisuin. You're saying, but there, it had to have been imminent. Otherwise, why would they have written a ksuba? Tosis, right. the bottom Tosis says that the shaila is. Do we say from the time of Erisin, because that's when you're chayiv in the Takana Drabanon? Or do we say, no, until then, it's a milva alpeh. So until you write it, um, when you write it, becomes a milva bishtar. But maybe you're not, um, you don't collect from a shubadim until the time of the ksiva. That's the shaila of the Gemara. When do you collect? That's the question. When do you collect? Do you collect from the time of Erisin? Or do you have to wait until it's written? So, Amar Rav Huna. Rav Huna says like this. Mana Masayim in Erisin. The fixed Ksuba of even a hundred for an Amana 200 for a basula, that is, uh, you could collect already from the time of Erisin. Because that's a Takanandra Banan, so you collect from this man of Erisin. If he dies or divorces after the Nesuin, you could grab from the Kuchais that bought it from the time of Erisin. Because at that time it was Nishtabed. So in other words, you could collect from the Kuchais from the time of Erisin. But the any additional Ksuba, so in other words, you're Mechuyav, you're Meshabed to the Ksuba from the time you do Erisin to the woman. It happens to be, it's not written until right before the Nesuin. V'toysefes mena Nesuin. The added Ksuba, whatever you add to the Ksuba, that is collected from Lekuchos only from the time of Nesuin. Because uh, that is not coming to her from a Takanad Rabbanan. That's coming to her from you. So you're not mashu- you're not mashabid yourself to that until you write it. That's the opinion of Rav Huna.
Rabasi Yomar, Rabasi says, Echot Not only the Toisafis are you not Meshubat until the Nesuin, but even the Etzem Ksuba. Because the fact that you write a Ksuba means she is Moichel, her the original Shibud, and she consents that the Shibud should not begin until the date that's written in the Ksuba. Says the Gemara, Umi Amar Rav Huna Hachi. Did Rav Huna say this? Veha Itmar, but we learned. Hoitzia alav shteik subais. What if she takes out two subais? Acha shel masayim veacha shel shalishmeos. One of two hundred and one of three hundred. The one of two hundred was dated before the one of three hundred. Apparently. He wrote her Aksuba of 200, and then he wrote her Aksuba of 300. Again, Rav Huna says, the 100, 200 you collect from Arison, and the Taisaf Esmin Hanasuin. But what about, we're, we're now challenging that, because we have a Brisa that says if she took out two Ksubais, one of 200, one of 300, Vama Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, Basa Ligvais Masayim, you want to collect only 200? Use the first star. You could collect from the time of the first star. You want to collect 300? Then you could, you'll have to wait until the, the Zman of the second star. In other words, Rav Huna says, look, there are two Ksubais over here. You want to take advantage and collect more? The second Ksuba that he wrote out of the goodness of his heart to add on to the Ksuba? Well, then you're going to have to wait to the date uh, that's written on the second one. You want to collect in advance from the date on the first one, then you could only collect 200. Says the Gemara, Vim Isa, if Rav Huna's Shita was reported correctly, that you could collect 200 from the first date, from the Arison, and then the Toisephus from the second date, if that's correct, so the one would say, Tigri Masam is Man Rishan. Let him collect 200 from the first star. Umeya Mizman Shani. And the additional 100 from the second star. If Ravuna is correct, that you collect Manamasayim from the Arison and the Toisephus from the Ksiva, so why don't we say the same thing over here? So the Gemara challenged. Yeah. Ula Tamech, and according to you, let's say, that Rav Huna did not say that. That Rav Huna said, let's say, Echad Zeh ve'echad Zeh min Hanasuin. That you have to uh, wait until it was written. I mean, let's say it's wrong. Let's say you can collect from the first date. You could still ask a question. Why don't you collect 500? Collect all 500. Meaning, if you're going to say, that there's a time, the time of Erisin, meaning according to you, 
You're, you're questioning, you're saying that if there's a Chiyah from the time of Erisin, then let him collect 200 from the first Ksuba and 100 from the second one. Well, actually, why don't you ask, collect 200 from the first one and 300 from the second one? Ella, my time Why do you agree that she shouldn't collect five hundred? Because Kivan Dulai Kasava, he never wrote to her. Savisi, I want Amasam, and I'm adding three hundred to the two hundred. He never wrote, I'm giving you an additional three hundred. I gave you two hundred, and now I want to add uh three hundred. I gave you two hundred, now I want to add three hundred. So Hakikamala, so what he's saying is that I'm not adding, but you have your choice. If you want to collect from the first one, collect 200. And if you want to collect from the second one, collect 300. That's why you don't collect 200 from the first one and 100 from the second one. Because he didn't say in the second star, I'm adding a hundred to the two hundred. He didn't say, I'm adding a hundred to the two hundred. He says, I'm giving you three hundred. But I'm giving it to you like this only. I'm not adding. Normally, he writes her, I'm giving you two hundred and I'm adding a hundred. So then Rafuna says, you take 200 from the Erison, and you get 100 from the Ksiva. But here, when he wrote 300, he didn't say he's adding 100. He's saying, I'm giving you the opportunity to collect 300, but if you want to, you're going to have to do it now. So, and if you want to... Midulai Kasavla Osifa Sach Mea Amasayim, for the fact he didn't say, I'm adding 100 on the 200, Achuli Achalte Lishibudei Kama. He is being Michael the first Shibud, meaning from the fact that he didn't say I'm adding a hundred, but rather he wrote a second date for all three hundred, and he's not adding. So that means Shmamina Ichalte Lishibude Kama. He is sort of speak being Michael the first Shibud. And if you want to collect the second star, you're gonna to have to collect from the second date. But by a toisefes that is being added in all ksuba, a hundred to the two hundred, he says, I'm adding to what the Tikkun Rabbanan. And therefore there's no, uh, there's no, he's not foregoing the first shibud. But over here when he writes three hundred, he's basically saying, if you want three hundred, be moichel, uh, the original shibud. Okay? Let's hold it over here. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow, 9.15. Call Tov, have a good night. Bye-bye. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.